Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It pains me as a Manchester United fan to say this, but Liverpool were robbed. The game is going backwards. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the Liverpool Groove. So we haven't been here for a while and it seems that fucking all hell has broke loose in our absence. So um, we'll have to not do that again. But <laughs> it's been it's been crazy the last, well, I say the last couple of weeks. The last couple of weeks hasn't really been that crazy except we can only win 3-1. Um, but obviously Sunday was an absolute catastrophe of levels that we haven't seen before. And it's all just unfolding day by day at the minute. Um, so what we're going to do, I'm going to do it a bit different today and I'm going to start by, I'm going to play the audio that PGMOL have released yesterday so that it's all nice and fresh in our minds so that we can rightly fume about the decision and what's to come and everything from that. So let's let's get into that first and foremost. Let's get that out the way. But while I'm setting that up, Jay, it is good to be back. Yeah, it is, lads, yeah. Um... So we had plans of me being on while I was an Aldi, but <laughs> never worked out that way. <laughs> I watched the two games while I was away. Um, again, as you say, we're just getting used to going down by a goal, aren't we, and coming back and winning 3-1. So it's it's nice to go down by a goal and know you're not going to lose. I've got that feeling back where you go, oh, fuck it, they'll, they'll get into it maybe in the next half an hour or so. See how we go. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel exactly the same. It's last season when we were going to go down. I was, I was fuming, thinking we're not going to come back in this. And this season we're going to go down, and I'm, I'm not even reacting to it. It's like, okay, yeah, it's just, like just the norm. <laughs> yeah, accepted, and hopefully we can get get rid of that part of our game. But at the minute, it's sort of like giving us a kick up the arse that we need in that in that moment in time, and we're uh, we're turning up eventually. That's the main thing. As long as we're chipping away points and results, lad. That's it. Um, right, so let's jump right into this. Look, preloaded and everything. So, as I say, play this and then we'll discuss that. So, all good. Both holding. Both holding. Yeah. Leave it there. Waiting, delaying, delaying. Yes. Give it. Coming back for the offside, Hello. mate. Just checking the offside. Delay, delay. Give me kick point. Let's go. Yep. Kick point, yeah, please. No so here we are. Wait, okay. Um, just get a tight angle. Yeah, give me 2D line ready, I feel as well, for frame right, two. So, that. frame, that's fine. Frame two there. Perfect. I've got yeah. the time on this. 2D line on left boot. Yep. Well, let me Remember just angles. I think I might be this angle better. Hey. Happy okay. with this angle? Yeah. Yep. Yep. 2D line on the boot. 2D line on the boot. Yep, okay. Wait, no, wait. So, 2D line on the boot. I'll, I'll zoom Check in. complete. Check complete. It's fine. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Off. Thank you, mate. Thank you, Wait, 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 wait. Oh, the decision was offside. Are you are you happy with this? Yeah. Are you happy with this? Offside decision. Field decision. Right. Go. Yeah. That's, no, that's what it does. What? On-field decision no. was offside. Are you happy with this Never image? Yeah, it's onside. The image we gave you is onside. Left back. He's played. He's yeah. gone offside. 
Delay, delay, delay. Ollie's saying to delay. Ollie's saying to delay. Pardon? Ollie's calling in to say delay the game. To to complete the decision is also. Cut this in. Ollie's saying to delay. Ollie's saying to delay. Ollie? Yeah. Delay the game. To delay the game. Stop the game. They've restarted the game. Yeah, they've restarted. Yeah. Can't do anything. No. I can't do anything. I can't do anything. So, so there we have it. Um, wow. <clears throat> wow. I, I, I listened to it yesterday and I just thought I the audio makes it worse. Like, if if they'd just come on and gone, um, if he'd just gone, check and play, go, and then it just carried on and no one's kind of even questioned it. You kind of go, what the fuck's happened there? But I think the way it's happened, why isn't the word offside or onside said earlier in, in the whole fucking thing? It's only when it's when it's been given, the play's carried on, that someone's gone, he was onside. It's just, it's literal. It's like they haven't watched the match and they don't know, understand or what, what's happened and what point they're at. Like the efficiency, how it sounds, they are, as soon as they see the first line, he goes, right, that's perfect, fine. Sort of give it. <clears throat> Where's the referee in all this conversation? Yeah. Why is it? Not, why is none of this being relayed back to him, or why is he not speaking back? If it is, uh, it's a it's a fucking weird one. The one thing that concerns me is when you hear the word off straight away. As soon as the ball hits it, he goes off, and you're like, just give let a decision be made first. Yeah. Uh, I, I, we can all we can look at. You know, saying it's being done on purpose and there's people cheating from within and they support whoever. I don't think that's the case, as Klopp said today. I don't think it's it's done on purpose. I think just the, the lack of ability and the jobs what they're doing, they just don't think they're good at it. Like that conversation there, you'd swear it was fucking four students around the round the bar. There's not a fucking clue what's going on. They haven't got a clue. Well, you know, it, it took a couple of seconds before that um, the replay operator comes in and goes. They haven't even given a goal. Like, yeah. And you, you have said, yeah, like it's bizarre. <clears throat> but why is the one person in the room who isn't a referee the only one who can fucking go? The Omsfield decision was onside. Are you happy with that? Yeah. And like, they've but, was, uh, again, was offside. Sorry, it's why is the linesman? Why is the linesman flagged for offside? No one VARs there. How many times have we seen this season where they, they play on and risk injury? The ball goes in the net, and then it's VAR who rule offside. So mm. I don't know what's the fucking point. Stop giving two people jobs doing the same thing. It's either the landsman's job to call it or it's not. If that was the landsman's job and VAR isn't there and it's called offside and it's wrong, we just go back to the pub and we argue about it. That's how football has always been. The fact that you've got these fucking computers and the analysis and human beings in offices overlooking every angle, it's still fucking up. It's just, it's fucking bizarre, lad. Mm. And all the fans, like, ridiculing us for fighting back. They're all knobs. Because without without people like us, fucking not me and you, but without our fans arguing and not sitting down and going, no, we'll just take it on the chin. Nothing changes. They won't be changed. They'll have to change something within the system now. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think they've announced some some changes to the way it's going to be done for the rest of the season. I know they can't really do major changes in anything because it's all got to go through like the governing bodies and all that shit, which... Just it's not going to happen this season, anything major. But I think what they've got to now do is 
whatever's being checked, if it's an offside or anything like that, I think the referee has got to go, right? So the, the referee's got to, like, say, on-field decision is onside or offside, whatever. That's got to be said first and foremost. And then the VAR's got to check with the assistant VAR before they give any advice to the referee. So they can't just go, right, I'm suggesting goal, blah, blah, blah. He's got to go, I'm suggesting a goal, assistant VAR, fucking Joe Bloggs, whatever your name is. Do you agree? Are you happy with my suggestion? Yeah, relay that to the referee. So the fact that they've made these changes based on what we've argued, based on what we've said and what our statement said, proves that it's not just us moaning as other fans would like, would like to believe it. It is genuine. It's a fucking, it's, mon- it's monumental because a mistake of this magnitude hasn't happened before. Yeah, there's been errors in judgment and a lot of these calls are subjective with the ones that have gone wrong. And I say subjective, it's like, you know, you look at Wolves' first game of the season against United, Andre Anana punches people in the face and gets away with it. I say that's subjective because it is, it's still an opinion, but the opinion should only be that it should have been a penalty. So it's one that's one of them where you kind of go, well, if one person doesn't think it's a penalty, fair enough, it's wrong, but fair enough. This was like, there's no two ways about it. And that's what's so unprecedented about it. The one thing we've always been led to believe with VAR is the one thing you can trust 100% is offside. And so everybody's yeah. just kind of gone, yeah, sound. If that if that's what you're saying is offside, then that's offside. This has blown it all out the water. How can we now trust VAR going forward with offsides? Exactly. As well, when like our VAR cluster's watching that, that whole clip because the flag went up, the ref blew his whistle, the ball's in the net, the ref give a free kick, and then the VAR comes in. So for them to not know that offside was given initially, I don't get how they've been watching it. They must only watch the clip that they're, they're intervening with, which is scary. Straight away, if you've got four fellas in the room or in separate rooms with, with mics on, give it like a FIFA scenario sort of thing. You you're discussing that incident because the ref can't. If the ref hasn't got access to what you're saying, then whether he likes it or not, you're discussing what he's what decision he's making. So you they they should have all at one point gone. Fucking hell, that's a goal. That should never be offside. And then they discuss it and say to the ref, you're actually wrong there, mate. It's a, definitely onside. We'll draw the lines, but it's a goal. But not done. Not done at all. They, they've literally switched it on from the ball in the net and then from the pass through to Diaz. And that's where the decision's made. And even though it is onside, they haven't seen at any point that the goal wasn't given, which is fucking bizarre. Well, that's it. Their whole job is to sit there and watch the match and make sure that they get the decisions right, go back and meticulously go over the decision that's being made. And, and clearly, I can understand why they've come to the decision go so quick because they have thought it's onside. But like you said, I just don't know how they've actually come to that conclusion that they've gone, on-field decision must be onside because it's it's clear. What the, what the on-field decision should be shouldn't be a factor. It's what the deci- on-field decision is, not what it should be. And that's what that's where they've got. That's where they've fucked up. They've gone. It's clearly on side, so they must think of on side. Um, What's annoying? Gone, Sorry, go on. No, it's just, <laughs> it's it's just mad. It's crazy. No, well, what's annoying to me as well is the little loophole they've got where they can't take it back. The, the ball's out of play. Hasn't even gone back into play yet. You know, or it's just been a throw in. So literally, take it back five seconds and say, "I fucked up." We all use a throw in. Maybe it's not going to change the course of the game. It's a goal. It's a fucking goal. It's a kick-off. I, I don't understand that bit. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. They've, 
it's bizarre, lad. <clears throat> and not only that, you know, you've got the people pointing out a few years ago, and they probably changed the ruling with VAR after it. So I, I can, but I can still understand the point. United a few years ago got given a penalty after full time. So mm-hmm. why could they do it then, but can't do it now? It, uh, it just it's bizarre. It just doesn't make sense. There's too many loopholes in it. Too many clubs are, are fans of accidentally. Like obviously, Tottenham have got away with one there, but it's nothing through what they've done. It's just look at the draw. We've we've obviously would have got away with a few in the past as well. Um, it's not it's not about what teams are involved or who's had what in the favour and against them. It's about fans and a balance now of VAR actually benefiting the game. And at the minute, it doesn't whatsoever. Mm. All the yeah. talk about VAR, whether we win or lose, there's something's happen with VAR. And when it's that blatant and, and that obvious, it just shouldn't even be in a conversation anymore. It should just be a machine that goes, bang, get it offside, play on. Yeah. And I think the problem is, is you've got... It's... I don't... They should bring in just VAR people who whose job... Don't, don't switch from being a ref to being VAR because they... These people are, you know, they're going to be in influenced by the teams that are playing and decisions that go go wrong. And like, you know, people were saying, and I was one of them to be fair, because I was that pissed off. But you know, how Klopp's getting targeted because of the whole party anything, um, and things like that. That's going to influence the people in VAR because they're refs as well. And I think maybe just bringing in people who are purely VAR, who not necessarily who haven't refed in the Premier League before, maybe, um. And just having them solely be VAR, let the refs be refs and the VAR be VAR. Yeah, makes sense, lad. Because the, the rule book's the rule book, so you can learn it. And that that's the problem in football is that a lot of the, those involved in making the, the fucking decisions haven't played the game. So the likes of the Curtis Jones red card, which was an absolute fucking farce as well. When you look at a still image, yeah. But if VAR is able to watch the build up to that play and say, right, in real life, watch it as watch it in real life, watch it slow down, then the correct decisions are going to be made because you've got people who think they're bigger than football involved in it. It's always going to be like a battle. I've said this from the word go. Referees and VAR aren't in cohesion either. They're not working together. One's trying to outdo one of the other ones all the time to, to make sure it's his decision that's that's granted and it's, it's fucking stupid. But as you say, just get people who can draw fucking lines for offsides and you can say to a referee, we're giving onside, it's a goal through a mic, not fucking hard. But the likes of red cards and that, I have a team of people who are watching it live, who, you know, speak to each other and give the referee a bit of advice. Yeah. Um. Let, let's let's move on to some of the other talking points from the game then. Like you mentioned there, the Jones red card. Um, people are going to be 50-50 on that. I understand it. Um. Obviously, I, I don't think it was a red card myself. I know a lot of our fans will obviously say that it wasn't a red card. Um, yeah, I, I I can understand. I can understand why they have done it, to be honest, because of the still image. And, and I think that's influenced the decision more than anything. Um, if the still image was where they've both connected with the ball first, it wouldn't have been a red card. I think the referee would have stuck with his on-field decision. Um, and that's the problem. It's been there's, He's been influenced... Klopp's even said that today in his news conference, if you know, if I had gone over to VAR and seen that still image, I would have sent him off as well. And I think that's a problem. You look at the still image and go, fucking hell, yeah, that's a bad tackle. If I had seen the still image, I would have sent him off. You probably would have done if you'd just seen yeah. that and that's it. Yeah. 
Um, but you've got to look at the whole context of the tackle. They've both gone in for the ball. Jones is, is connected with the ball. And because of the momentum of both players, his foot accidentally slipped over it. And yeah, he's caught the player. But it's it's a risk you take when you're going in for a 50-50. But there's no malice or power in the tackle either. No, not at all. Things being taken off and by him making contact with the ball, there's nothing in it. The player's gone down like a bag of shite. Fair enough, it happens in football. It does, it happens. But, <clears throat> say, referee watches that clip, clip five seconds before he goes over the ball and his decision's made. It's, it's, it's obvious that it's not a red card. The same with the Jota one. Like, the first one's not even a fucking issue. Don't get how he's got booked for that. Yeah, I mean, the first one, the first Jota yellow card is a joke. He doesn't touch him. Um, and if he does, he, he hasn't he hasn't stuck his leg out or not, and they're both literally running. His heel, if anything, clips Jota's knee and he tips himself up. That can't be helped. Both players are running. There's, he's absolutely he's trying to catch up with him. That's all. Um, the second yellow, I don't think it's a yellow card again. But at the same time, you're on a yellow. Don't fucking don't dive in on a yellow. Don't give the referee a decision to make. When, yeah. when every other decision's not gone our way in that game, don't give him another one to make. Jota has been, he's been stupid in that moment, and I think it's it's been anger more than anything that's made them do that. And I understand that. I can understand the frustration, but. You've just got to use your head in that moment and go, "What? Am... he's probably gone after it. What, why the fuck have I done that? Yeah, it probably is just anger. It's probably, I think when you feel like a game's getting away from you and there's absolutely fuck all you can do about it because the ref's a knob, I think you do just in the end, just maybe give up a little bit and just fucking lash out. <clears throat> That's what he's done. I say, it's been unfortunate there. The ref's been horrendous. Sattler got booked. I don't think I've ever seen Sattler get booked. He kicked the ball away. That's what it was. Off. But then you've got the likes of that kicking the ball away. Andy Gordon done it against us. Hmm. Andy Gordon put his hand up for a yellow card against us. Andy Gordon fouled sense, so he could have had fucking three yellow cards. In the same game with Charleston, has put his hand up for a yellow card against us. One of the other players has put his hand up for a yellow card in the ref's face, and it's not fucking simulation. So, there's, again, there's no consistency no. in any of that shite. If you're going to give one a book and then book all the others, but you can't just keep doing it to the to the same teams over and over again. We've been it with every fucking rule that you could be it with this season so far, and we're only about seven games in. It's a joke. <clears throat> Four red cards in seven games. It's uh, it's got to be some kind of record that, like, hasn't yeah, it? Over us, that. But because um... what do we moan about? We moan that we've got no no malice players, no fucking nasty, yeah, not nasty in us, and we just. We sort of play our system and we, we let the ball do the work and sometimes it's nice to see lads getting stuck in but when you're getting punished for getting stuck in fairly and doing things the right way then it, it fucking becomes a joke. Yeah. And like it's you said... the weird joke when it comes to VAR and football and refereeing lad. It's boring me stiff. Like, you can't enjoy a goal. You can't enjoy a game. You can't celebrate anything anymore because shit like this is happening every week. Week in, week out. For every fucking team, nearly. There's, there's an incident with VAR in nearly every single game now. And nine times out of ten, it's a wrong decision. Yeah. I mean, even in the Super Sunday <laughs> game, literally the day later, you'd have Brentford denied a clear penalty. Oh, um, how's that even possible? They had, they, had, they had the chance to redeem themselves a day later, and he fucked it up again. So I, I just don't understand how VAR's got to get massively looked at in, in the summer. And what's weird about it is it only seems to be this league that these many, this many VAR fucking 
controversies we are getting looked at. And it might be because we don't follow other leagues, but you, you don't hear nothing like this. Where even in Champions League, lad, you never see anything like this. There's never really any controversies in European football with VAR. Um, no. And so it's got to it's got to come down to the standard of refereeing again. And you've got that divvy ref support on Twitter. Oh, it's the sun shines out of referees' asses. Um, in fact, the only time I've ever seen him criticize a referee was when he said he got the offside goal wrong uh, at the weekend. So first time for everything, but but still was chatting shit like all the humans and you make mistakes and give them a chance and all that. No, fuck off. Give up plenty of chances. Stack the fucking lot of them. They're all dopes. It, it can't keep happening. It's the same refs in circulation, the same linesmen in circulation. It was doing the same shit. It's like the it's like the fucking managers when it was going from like Watford to West Brom to Norwich, all rotating, being shit. Mm. Just get rid of them and let them go down the leagues and be at the level they're at. Just the shite. Yeah. Let let it happen with the referees and the linesmen. They're not good enough to to be at this this stage. They mm. just they're just not. It's clear and obvious. That's yeah. a fucking clear and obvious VAR. Fuck them all <laughs> up. It's shite. I think what's funny about it all as well is you look on Twitter and obviously you mentioned before about like the rival fans and that. They don't realise. They're going, what about this decision? We didn't pipe up about that and no one piped up about this decision and that decision. It's like, well, first of all, that's your problem. Don't yeah. fucking have a go with us for actually doing what other teams should have been doing. And all they're actually doing is highlighting actually how bad it is to help in our case. Yeah. So, Thanks. The pop roll, John. <laughs> Someone, I think it's an Evertonian, put about 12 clips of like where Liverpool could have had red cards and haven't and that. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, that's that's fine. We haven't moaned about them because obviously it's benefited us, but the teams in, in all those clips should. Yeah. He's absolutely should. It's that simple. We're not, we're not going to say, oh, you should be in petty. No, if it's a fucking blatant red card or a nearly leg snapped, then yeah, fair enough. Hmm. But against the limit, just don't help, do they? No, not at all. Um, <laughs> But as we know, with Twitter and social media, Liverpool bad equals interactions. So um, we're never going to get the support that it that it needs. The only one I've actually seen properly supporting it, Neville backtracked within twenty four hours. It was, like, it was terrible, blah blah blah, blah. And then the next day, ah, oh, they're going too far with it now. Fuck off, Gary, you slot headed cunt. Um, <laughs> the only one I've seen actually supported and fucking stick to his guns with it is that Mark Goldbridge, who's and an absolute. Did. He has, he's been spot on with everything, lad, and it's surprising because he's a plant pot. Um, but he's he's fair play to him, he's stuck to his guns and he said it how it is, and it needed to be said from a rival, from someone big with a big following from a rival, so fan base, lad, it needed to be said, and you know, fair play to him for doing it. But um, he's done it a number of times, well, he's even responded to the, the fucking audio and stuff like that. He's he's had it a few times and can only fucking take me out after him for it because he's had the balls to have his own fans ridicule him to speak for the, the good of football because that's all it is. It's not for the good of Liverpool. We'll get nothing out of it. All it'll do is make changes in the future. We're not going to get a fucking replay. We're not going to get any points. The fairest thing he could really do is go, right, we apologise. We'll give you the fucking three points and Tottenham can keep their three points and that's it. <clears throat> and that'd make sense. I think all football clubs at this stage of the season will go that's pretty fair because we'd have took the lead. They went down the other end to fucking take the lead after that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It would it make absolute sense. But or because you can't drop them points, but there's, no. there's too just too much you could you could say to how we can benefit Liverpool. We're not really asked about benefiting from it now. We want fairness across football and that's it. 
yeah, literally that is all. Let's uh, let's let's try and focus on some of the good from the game because we played well. Um, we we don't we really did do well. I think with eleven men, we were we were blow for blow with them. It was a it was an exciting game. Um, even when we, and I think when we were down to ten, we were better, which we're getting used to playing with that with that this season. Now, yeah. so I'm not surprised. Um, and then nine men, we defended for our lives, and it was just an unfortunate fucking own goal from from Matip in the end. And I think. He was, he was, it was a lose lose situation for him there because if he'd left it, there's a Tottenham player on the back post to put it in. He's he's got there a millisecond too late, and it's it's come off a bit a bit dodgy for him. But you know what? He played great all game. Um, I think Joe Gomez at right back has been fucking surprisingly quite good. Um, I just think everyone. It's weird that it's like recently teams to get one chance against us early and the scoring it. And then we're not letting them do anything else. It's like we need that ten minutes to wake up and teams are capitalising on it for the for that ten minutes, you know, and it's just we need to get that out of our game, don't get me wrong, we really do. But the way we're playing at the minute, we we would have beat them with ten men. I, I'm absolutely sure of it. Yeah, it's like what you're saying with the like conceding early and that it's like we need to learn a lesson early on and it, it picks our players up. I don't know what it is, but so as long as they pick up from it, I'm not really asked. It does need to be something that changes in our game. I think it was well going down to 10 men when we put a few more players at the back and we defend a little bit deeper. We look better. <clears throat> we actually look a better team. We look a better unit. We look fucking solid. Um, but again, they've got that grit and determination again that we've lacked last season. Everyone looks hungry. You know, there was talk of as Klopp lost the dressing room last season, of players down and tools as... You know, people happy, and now all of a sudden they just all run through brick walls for them again. For us, for the fans, there's that connection again. So I think there's only going to be good things come this season. We've got to realise that it's still the the start of a rebuild. It's still only the very fit, the very start of the rebuild, and it's it's looking good. So um, this game aside, and this first loss of the season aside, we, we know it shouldn't have really happened. So we can dust ourselves off and look forward to the next game, hopefully. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's it. I mean, again, defensively, I thought we were we were very good. I don't think even with Naaman, he didn't really have a chance. I think except for the door that ended up resulting in the goal. But um, I think we I think we nullified Madison quite well, except for their goal. Um, Allison was just. I mean, don't even need to talk about him anymore. Let's be honest, Derby. He's, he's ridiculous. Um, yeah, it's just I, I'm I'm. I wasn't concerned about the loss. I really wasn't, and like even with the loss, it was the first time I've like watched match of the day and stuff after it to to just see it again and and stuff like that. I, I never do that if we lose, and I did because I thought we we played that well. I, I really did think we played well. And Postecoglou, fair play to him. He's come in and he's done a really good job there. He's got them playing good football, and it's a it was a good test for us. And one I think we absolutely passed. And as I say, we were just unfortunate at the end. So. It's. Uh, I'm looking forward to the game tomorrow. It's. It's going to be nice to see some, some faces get another another run out. Ben Doh, um, Quanser, who's been phenomenal, by the way. Yeah. Um, Kelleher obviously getting another run out. I think Europe is going to be his competition. Um, and if we go far in it, I yeah. hope we do what we did the other year with the Carabao Cup and, and let him play every round if he's going to play the whole group. Um. I think, I think Trent will probably come back into the team. Obviously, just coming back from injury, um, Jota, Jones, these players. By the way, Curtis Jones has been phenomenal as well lately. 
Um, he's been absolutely brilliant, slotting in it right back, fucking running the show. He's he's really like he's always had that swagger about him, but he, he's starting to properly show why now. I think he's he's obviously we we said that me he's got to uh, he's got to try and make that step forward now into you know a mature player and like a, a first team player. He's been around the squad for a few years now, and he hasn't quite made that step into can he start? But now he's looking like every bit of the player we wanted to see. It's not just because he's scouse. It's always nicer when the scouse. But I think he's he's in this position on on merit on merit alone that location and he has he's performed well he's he's got that that hunger and that grit as well and did he get the arm on today as well yeah the uh, um, <clears throat> the league cup game yeah, he was so, captain at right back yeah like like to that I think they're, they're a little lad dream when you when you're growing up and then for him to live it fair place for him I think he is he's coming through brilliantly and the likes you've seen the likes of Harvey Elliott and that they're the age, what's in 19, 20. Mm. And he looked a little bit best than Jones at one point, but now Jones is overtaking the likes of him in the starting position and stuff. So it's, it's good to see we've got a good mix of young players and I think they're all supporting each other. There's no no competition for places as you'd like. They're, they're sort of just all helping each other and they're all taking the chances when they get a game, which is only positive. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um now we we've like you say we've we've got a really good mix. I think the lads that have come in in the summer have all been good in in different ways. Obviously, Sabozlai is is the greatest midfielder walking the earth right now. Um, <laughs> he's great, isn't he? He's unbelievable, lad. Um, someone put a stat out today. Some some page. <laughs> he's been dribbled past sixteen times more than he's made tackles. It's like never who gives a fuck? What kind of stats that? He's on a he's on a tackled minded midfielder who gives a fuck. Yeah. Um, just proper weird because people are raving about him, and I don't know they don't like it or something. Anyway, um, McAllister, he's he's taking a little bit longer to settle in. I feel, but you 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 can see the qualities there. Um, he's and to be fair to him, he's not probably playing where he wants to play at the minute. He, I don't think he really wants to be sitting and sitting in front of defense holding. So I think he's he's doing really well there. And then, and that was just then though. <laughs> And it was just vibes. Do you know what he's getting there though? We're like seeing the um the past of Sabal's like the other day. Mm. Um through three bodies, he's looking confident, he's getting the ball and going, he's, he's making tackles. So so I do I think Sabozla is standing out that much that the others aren't really getting a mention. But there's a reason why lad he is fucking out of this world. He's our star man, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he's class, lad. I love him. Um <clears throat> Again, I've said it for a few weeks now. It feels like the sixty mil wasn't enough for him. Um, it feels a bit yeah, bad, don't you? A little bit, yeah. Um, but no, the other two are, are looking good as well. I say, Endo was was very good against Leicester. To be fair, um, it was nice for him. He got uh, probably the first time he's got the full. I, I think that might have been his first full ninety with eleven men. Um, at least anyway. <laughs> um, so now it's it's going well, and as I say, the way he's integrated some of these young players. Is, Quanta, as, as I mentioned before, in particular, um, hasn't put a foot wrong since he's been in the first team, and he's just you see, <laughs> we say it all the time, and like the the e reds hate it, don't he? But he is saving us money at the minute because we don't need another centre back like at the moment that. with him. <laughs> but he is the whole lad, and it, it's people hate people say that, and I, I do understand yeah. it, but he genuinely is right now. If 
it's and it's, we're not just saying it because he's playing and he's just he he's he's playing well. He's meriting his place at the minute. So he genuinely what, is like a new signing at the minute. What the Eveds would prefer to do is sell him and spend forty mil on someone with the same stats, and he wouldn't be asked as long as they spend the dough. That's mm. all it's about. It's fucking pathetic. Yeah, it's it's not about saving money either. It's about is there a player in our defense who's available and whose ability matches what we want for his age and for the level he's at, and he's doing it. He looks fucking absolutely spot on. He say he doesn't put a foot wrong. He looks assured. He looks confident on the ball. He can pass a ball. He can fucking dribble, and he's he's good defensively as well. So, what more do you want, like? Fucking hell, there's reasons. Klopp's not a dickhead. There's reasons why sometimes we don't buy players, and it's because players like him get a chance now. And that's the beauty of Liverpool. As young lads get a chance, and I'd rather it be that way. But at the fucking the height of the meltdown in the summer, when shit weren't going our way, and we were losing players fucking left, right and centre, then it doesn't look that good when you go, oh, there's a fucking 19-year-old giant there who's available. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. now fold and we've seen him and we can appreciate him, then it's the right thing to do. We just I mean, integrate him into the team like we would have done a new signing. We've, hmm. we've watched him from the academy, he's come up and we've let him get his find his feet a little bit and now he's he's in and around the squad and rightly so. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, no, it, that, that's exactly it. And he's just, he's took his chance and he's, he's ran with it and like I say, he deserves to be in there right now. Um, so long, long may continue. That's what we want to see. That's why, that's why you're having academy so that these players do come through and, and take the chance with both hands. Um, little shout on Joe Gomez as well, lad. Because as you know, I'm not his greatest fan, but again, I don't think he's put a fucking foot wrong this season. He went everywhere he's played. He's again, he's played at the centre and he's played right back, and you know he's <clears throat> he's doing what what we need. He's defending when he needs to defend, and he's going forward when he needs to go forward, and he's keeping it so simple, but. As with him at right back, we actually look better defensively. Mm. We look a unit and we don't do anything out of the ordinary, which obviously affects us a little bit going forward. But that's why the, the midfield comes into it. <clears throat> yeah. And I think it's nice for him that he hasn't got to cover two positions because, as you've always said, one of his biggest things is we're playing right back with Trent next year is you've got to cover Trent a lot of the time as well. So yeah. he's not having to do that. He can just literally focus on, on his man and... He's showing his ability again, and again, I just think he's been. I think he's been very good, and um, again, it means we don't. We've we've got Connor Bradley there waiting in the wings when he comes back from his injury to to be Trent's backup. But I mean, Gomez is that's Gomez is at the minute, and to be fair, I mean, Trent's back, and I think even Gomez should still be starting over him at the minute. Um, it's just hard because of the position. Like, Trent's effectively like a fucking quarterback in American football, and he? He's the yeah. main man. He is the be-all and end-all. There isn't a replacement for him. If he gets injured, you go, oh, my God, he's fucked. We're fucked. Do you know what I mean? <clears throat> and that's the thing with him. There's not a... You can't play a Conor Bradley, a normal right-back, to play in his role and expect the same outcome. And the same with Gomez. But when Trent's back in there, what you, you gain going forward, you lose the back. So... It is a, a, a catch-22 game. He's absolutely phenomenal going forward, Trent. But as a unit, as a as a team, we actually look better defensively when he's not there, mm. which is bad because he's, he's so good going forward. But, you know, we're still scoring goals. We're still creating chances. We're still picking teams off. And, you know, I don't know whether there is, there's benefits out to the 
the negatives when he's on the pitch. Yeah. Which is fucking crazy. <laughs> it, it is, and you've just kind of touched on it there, and I think that's been the thing <laughs> with Gomez during this spell is in first half of games where we've been behind and we haven't come back into in, until the second half, it, it's almost like he's been asked to play like Trent in the first half. And then we've got in at half time, gone, okay, this isn't working, Joe, play your own game. And as soon as you come out second half, he's looked brilliant and hasn't put yeah. a foot wrong. And I think that's the problem, like you've just said. You can't expect anyone, anybody in world football possibly to come in and play the game like Trent because nobody can. But you've got to let these players play to their own strengths. And, and in second half of games in particular, that's what we have been doing. And that's why we've been so solid defensively in second half. Yeah, and it's, it's credit to Klopp as well to, to be going, right, something's not quite chicken here. Let's change it a little bit. Let's tweak it. Whether it's fucking make Gomez come back two or three yards or whatever in the second half and just find a little bit of space. It's We're making decisions. There's no stubbornness anymore of this is going to work, this is going to work. If it's not quite going and we're not doing what we need to do, then it's it's getting changed up a little bit. And seeing that with the substitutions as well, he's been spot on with the subs. Everything seems to be going the way we wanted to, and it's it's only early days, so we're only going to get better. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so obviously tomorrow, uh, next game in the Europa League, as we mentioned, there uh, probably see whole host of changes to the to the squad. Um, big night for Alexis McAllister as well. Obviously, gets to play yeah. against his brother. Um, but I mean, I don't know a lot about this team to be honest. I know they've kind of come from nowhere in Belgian football a little bit, kind of breaking the mould of like the big teams in there. Um, so it, it's it's good for them. I mean, I, th- I don't know if it's their first European campaign. It's certainly the first one I've ever seen them in. Um, but it's it's a good big occasion for them. And again, good occasion for, you know, some of the players on the sort of fringes of the squad to, to come in and make an impact and, and stake a claim for playing in bigger games. Yeah, we've got to we've got to take it serious. It's hard to, to g yourself up for these games because they are we feel that they're not on opponents really. Probably never heard of them half of us. And then the only reason we know who these are is because of McAllister's brother because of the, the video on the plane. And it's it's credited to them for being where they are. Like, but we've just got to make sure we we take it serious on the pitch because as we see in the first game, we can we can get picked off, we can concede. And it's just about how we, we just ourselves down and crack on. But main thing for us is, as I've said earlier, I play a strong team, try and win the first three or four games and then let let the kids have a run out. Mix it up a little bit, but let's go strong. Let's let's try and make a statement, winning three or four nils and that and um, and see how we go. But that's gotta be one of the trophies we're looking for this season. Yeah, hundred <clears> percent. Best I'd be. Yeah. I'd I'd be Disappointed if we didn't win it at the end of the season, I'll be honest. Um, but I, another, obviously, we've got Brighton at the weekend as well, so that'll that'll happen before you're there from us again. So that that's going to be tough. It depends what Brighton turns up. Obviously, is it going to be the Brighton that can go away to United and win three one, or is it going to be the Brighton that goes to Villa Park and gets beat six one? Mad, the mad aren't they? But they're they're a good side, and we can't underestimate them. No, definitely. Um, again, we've got to be cautious with teams like that who can who can hit it on the break and get in behind. But also, we've got to have self belief in ourselves now that we can go and fucking tear anyone apart. So it is. It. Um, I, I'm loving not knowing what the team's going to be each week. I'm loving not knowing who's going to start and feeling a little bit of disappointment when I don't see Nunes and then and coming on. And you know, we've got the squad there. They all understand the vital parts of the 
the season and it doesn't seem to be anyone sulking. We just don't know what our best eleven is yet, and I, I think that's magic. I think it's great that because I still I couldn't give you our best eleven now. It just depends how we turn up and who turns up on the day. But um, it is. It's going to be a hard game. It'll probably be a hard game Thursday, the hard game the weekend, and hopefully we come out with three points in each. <clears throat> yeah. Um. Now that that's all you can say about it. Really, it's 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 exciting times again, isn't it? And Again, there's a good feeling around around the club and just like on Twitter with the sensible fucking reds on there. There's there's a great feeling about it and, and we're just fucking we're just here to enjoy the ride now, are we? It's gonna be a it's gonna be a crazy season. Let's hope there's not another fucking situation like there has been this weekend with fucking VAR. Let let's hope that's just gone forever. Um and yeah, just gotta gotta enjoy it. It's it is clock two point as people are pointing out and We'll beat anyone in the league. I've said it. I said it the other day. Guarantee. No, I'm I'm being serious. Like I genuinely think the way we play at the minute, we can beat anybody in this league. Oh, I agree. Totally agree. I, I love the, the confidence though. Like I remember us the first game of the season, lads. I nearly nearly cancelled this podcast. I know. I'm moving abroad. No, I think it's just it is, as you say, it's it's a new it's a new era, it's a new dawn. It's it's exciting. It feels like it's Klopp's first season and I feel like all them connections that we made with the old players and your Firmino's and your Mane's and Henderson and all that, I feel like that's all coming back and we're, we're connecting with the new lads and it feels special. Like, you don't expect... It's mad football. Like, you think about how long this football club's been going. Look, I'm not doing because of all my things and there's pictures of Shankly and Paisley and Zaglish and Klopp. But, like... You get connected to these players who you love and adore for fucking seven, eight, nine years, and then they're gone, and you think it's not going to be the same. Can't imagine going to a Liverpool match without Bobby Firmino, but then you've got someone who who makes you feel like he did in the likes of Sabosley and that, and it's just a it's just a great feeling around the club again. We've got our confidence back, we've got our buzz back. The managers got his buzz back. The players look fucking like they they batter anyone for him. But obviously they've proven that with all the red cards. <laughs> but we've got our buzz back. And I think I think part of the problem with the red cards is we are just that eager to win the ball and make them tackles. And there's no malice in it. There's been nothing dirty throughout any of them. They've just been we've been a, maybe a little bit rash sometimes, a little second too late here and there, a bit of a slip here and there. Just that determined to win the ball before the opponents and you can't buy that. That's I'd rather that all day. We just got to um, pick up the pace a little bit now. <clears throat> That's it, 100%. Um, what what mini will be our red card tomorrow, do you reckon? Oof. I reckon we might get one in the second half. This <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When we're already, they might give us one when we're already 3-1 up. Um, oh, fuck. <laughs> but it'll be 3-1 tomorrow. Guarantee you. It'll be 3-1 tomorrow. I know. I, I, you know what? Just for once, I want a 4-1 or a 5-1. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I know we're going to concede at some point. It might be a consolation. It might be the opener, but who knows? We're going to concede, but like let let's try and go above three for once, um, and see where we go. But now, look, it's exciting. I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I think it's going to be a, a good game, um, and I'm looking forward to to Sunday because we all Brighton after last season. What they done to yeah. us last season was it wasn't shouldn't be on the internet um <laughs> <laughs> but we owed them after that so i'm looking forward to it i'm looking forward to it be and uh you know 
Mil- hopefully Milner's not giving them too many fucking tips. Get him down for a booking, as you bet. Yeah. Milner booking, fucking McAllister red card. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's nice looking forward to the games again. It's nice, and it's nice not like picking holes in the team and looking at the, the opponents and thinking, oh, what could he do against us? Like, obviously, that Matoma's a fucking beast, but if we just defend, he gets nowhere near us. And that's that's the beauty of Liverpool at the minute. If we if we play with a level head and we go right, he is decent. Let's sit in a little bit. Let's be a bit cautious. Then we're preventing people from attacking us. And I think we've got that in the lock on out to, to be clever and play game by game rather than just going right. This is the system. This is what we're doing. Do it anyway. Even though we know he's rapid and he's going to get in behind you. Just do it. So I don't think that's the case anymore. I feel like we are. We are playing to our strengths against our opponents. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, look, as I say, we will be back next week to discuss uh, the upcoming games. Um, we're we're going to win both of them. Um, I'm I'm confident in my belief of that. Um, and yeah, look, it's it's a fun season ahead. Let's just enjoy it. We're here for a good time, not a long time. So fucking up the heads. <laughs> up the heads. Sports Social Podcast Network.